Welcome to our Christmas special episode from our series on the ABCs of the Attributes of Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas, everyone. We are so glad you're joining us on this special day when we celebrate the birth of the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Remember that without the birth of Jesus and without his willingness to die to pay the price for our sin and to bring us to God, we would have nothing to celebrate at Christmas time. Let's begin on Christmas morning by reading the Christmas story from Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to his own hometown to register. Now here's a note from me. Little did Caesar Augustus know when he issued this decree that he was actually doing an errand for God to fulfill prophecy that this Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. In Micah 5, 2-3, it says, But as for you, Bethlehem, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. Now to go on in our reading in Luke. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Another note I want to make. They journeyed 90 miles south of Nazareth, which was also five miles south of Jerusalem. It was quite a long journey for a pregnant woman through rough terrain. And it doesn't say in this passage that she rode on a donkey. It's very possible she traveled on foot. Let's continue. Joseph went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey guys, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried up and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary, she treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now, since we're asking a specific question in our study on the attributes of Jesus, let's ask the question here in the story of Jesus' birth. Who do you say that I am? What does the Christmas story tell us about who Jesus is and what he is like? Well, the first thing is that he is the Christ child at Christmas. In John 1.14, it says, The word, and I'm going to add the almighty, eternal, infinite word, 
became flesh and dwelt among us. The Christ child was weak, limited, helpless, vulnerable infant, laying in a manger, who was completely dependent on his earthly parents to take care of him and provide for all his needs. But at the same time, it says in Colossians 1, 15-20, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. It is quite a mysterious thing to contemplate when you think about the Christ child. Theologians call the birth of Jesus the Incarnation. It's a Latin term meaning to enter into or to become flesh. One definition says the Incarnation is where Christ took our human nature and brought it into union with his divine person and then became man. We saw his divinity in the miracles and all of the healings he performed. He proved in his actions that he was God in the flesh. In Matthew chapter 1, it states that Jesus will be Emmanuel. God is with us. Mary held God in her arms. And it reminds me of the lyrics to the song, Mary, did you know when you kiss your little baby that you are touching the face of God? The heart of Christmas is that God came to dwell on earth and to bring peace and good news to man. And what specifically was this peace and good news that this little baby brought? That is our next point, that Jesus represents hope, peace, joy, and love. It's tradition to take the first four Sundays before Christmas, and it's called the Advent season. And leading up to Christmas, each Sunday, we talk about hope, peace, joy, and love. These words fill Christmas songs, too, and they are a part of the Christmas story. How about, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. And how about, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And mild and sweet their words repeat of peace on earth, good will to men. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light. And then, of course, joy. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. Mary said she rejoiced in God her Savior. Elizabeth's baby leaped in her womb for joy. When the Magi saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And as we read, the angels brought tidings of great joy to the shepherds. The birth of Jesus does bring hope, peace, joy, and love, because that is who Jesus is. It's his very nature. But most importantly, Jesus brought salvation, the gospel, the good news. Yes, we need all of those other things, but we need a Savior first and foremost. That is why he was named Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus was eternal. He stepped into time and was born. He grew and then showed us how to live an abandoned life. Jesus lived only to do the divine will of God. Then he accomplished his mission by dying on the cross, rising again in three days, and then returning to heaven. 
Those who put their faith in him can then live eternally too, just as he is living eternally now. In him is good news for all mankind. Fear is banished, love is displayed, death is defeated, hope is renewed, he is the savior of the world. That is why the Christ child came. Jesus is God's free gift at Christmas. Jesus is a beautiful, undeserving, perfect present for us from God. When we give a gift, we wrap it in pretty paper and often put a bow or ribbon on it. We want it to be pleasing to the recipient. We hope they like the gift and are thankful for the time and effort we spent in selecting and presenting the gift. And it's a joy for us to give the gift, and you can't wait for them to open it. The Son of God was God's gift, but wrapped in human flesh. And let's face it, childbirth is a little messy, and his birthplace was a little smelly in that stable. No Jewish person expected the Messiah to come in such a manner. God topped it off with a shiny star in the sky for all to see, and a heavenly host of angels announcing the news. God is a great giver. He gave his one and only Son. He is generous and thoughtful in his gift. With joy, he presented the perfect gift for us in his Son. Have you ever received a surprised gift from someone that you hardly know and you didn't expect them to give you a gift? And you open the gift and you realize it's an expensive gift and you absolutely love it. You think, how did this person know the kind of gift I would like or wanted? And it's humbling because you don't have a gift to match or any to give back in return. And even if you could scrounge up something, you certainly couldn't give a gift that was given to you with such thoughtfulness and care. And you think you're not in a relationship with this person that they should give such a generous gift to you. Well, that is what God did for us. We don't deserve the gift of Jesus. Sometimes we don't even give God the time of day. Oh, that we would have a heart of thanksgiving for this indescribable Christmas gift from God. We should just simply say today, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for all your kindness and your love. And thank you, Jesus, for coming. For reasons we may never completely understand, our Creator loves the people He made, and so much that He devised a plan, a permanent solution to save us from sin, from the evil in this world, and from eternal death. And that plan called for Jesus to become human. Jesus voluntarily became one of us. He suffered the same pains we suffered endured the same heartaches and disappointments, struggles and temptations that afflict us. He bore the same injustices and burdens that plague human existence. He died on the cross and took on all the sins of the world upon himself. It's like we're all drowning in quicksand, or as the Bible says, in a miry pit. And he came down, he raised us up, and he placed us on a solid foundation. Jesus came as a baby on a rescue mission to save you and me. Focus today on Christmas, on who he is and why he came. He came for you. He loves you and he gave his life for you. In his eyes, you are a special creation worth dying for. Rick and I both wish you a very Merry Christmas. We realize this has been a tough year, but let us all keep our eyes on baby Jesus, on the Son of God, the Savior of the world, Emmanuel. He is the one that brings peace, hope, joy, and love.
May those things fill our hearts every day and may Jesus be glorified in the coming year. I want to encourage you to listen to our other Christmas podcasts and our podcasts on the attributes of God and Jesus. I know that when you expand your knowledge of who God is and who Jesus is, you will be strengthened, your faith will increase, and you will trust God and Jesus more. If you know anyone who could benefit from hearing about the wonderful attributes, names, and works of Jesus, please share this information about our podcast with them. They can listen to weekly episodes on our series at our website on Fridays at https colon backslash backslash radicallifesupportbuzzsprout.com. We are listed on Apple Podcast, Overcast, Castro, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Podfriend, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Download any of these apps and subscribe to our Radical Life Support podcasts. You can find us every week on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Please feel free to email us anytime at rickandrobinmo at gmail.com. We love to hear positive comments and input from our listeners. Again, have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you next time. Music.